Let's take a nice, friendly hayride to this uh, farm, and we'll get to know each other. That's not gonna happen. Rick, it's bullshit. Calm down. Don't tell me to calm down. Don't ever tell me to calm down. Whoa. I'll shoot you three assholes in the head and take your damn Whoa, 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 whoa. Relax. Take it easy. Nobody's killing anybody. Nobody's shooting anybody, right, Rick? Just friends having a drink, that's all. Now, where's the good stuff? Huh? Good stuff, good stuff, good stuff. Let's see. Hey, look at that. That'll work. You gotta understand. We can't stay out there. You know what it's like. Yeah, I do. But the farm is too crowded as is. I'm sorry. You'll have to keep looking. Keep looking? What do you suggest we do that? I don't know. I hear Nebraska's nice. <laughs> Nebraska. This guy. We got some actual music in this episode. <laughs> Talk to me, goddammit. No, you yelled at me. All right, let the, let the audience know. I didn't yell at you. You yelled at me. I didn't yell at you. Tell the audience what's going on. Yeah, because Edward's always underprepared. We're five minutes in counting till we started this goddamn episode. And at around four minutes and counting, I was like, ha ha, four minutes and counting. And he was like, well, do you edit these episodes? No, you don't. Shut up. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> okay, I'll shut up. I got a little upset.
I'm sorry, but you know, it was it's just you know I get it, I get it. It was a it was a little jab. No, but it sounded oh, like sincere. Nah. It was nah. so sincere. It was just, you know, the way little, you looked at me. A little calm down, like, you know, it's okay. I got this under control. Yeah, but I like I wasn't I wasn't like annoyed or anything. I wasn't like annoyed or anything. I was just like, haha, you have more to edit. <laughs> because you're so it's all your fault. <laughs> Because you're so underprepared. You forgot there was episode in there. You forgot there was music in this episode, even though you said, there, hey, there's music in this episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, then I when we came to doing the intro, you didn't play the music that I, was in this episode. I would have forgotten for sure. Absolutely. This is a fact. Oh, what would you do without me? Uh, a lot more than you're doing right now. So we are covering <laughs> Nebraska from Florida. Nebraska. We're in Florida, and this is about Nebraska. Who wants to go to Nebraska? I don't know. I hear it's pretty nice. Mm. Get it? Uh, Becky's from there. They don't understand what we're talking about, and we're not going to. We're not. We're, we're not Whatever. a full house podcast. Whatever. Well, we could. But be. I hear Nebraska is nice. Yeah. Funny laughing. I'm laughing. This guy. <laughs> so uh, before we get into here, we're going to uh, do the thing that we do at the end of the episode at the beginning. What? Do all the things you do with podcasts. What? Like, comment, subscribe, share with all your Walking Dead friends. Tell them to check us out. Also, call us at anchor.fm slash don'tdeadpodcast. And you can email us at don'tdeadpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram at eddiegreens101. You can follow her on Instagram at ponies916 or yeah. ponies916, yeah. whatever you want to do. Threw me through a loop just Yeah, see? Then. I saved it instead of at the last minute. I did it at yeah, the first Yeah, but now I'm starting off the episode being annoyed. <laughs> well, now you'll end it being happy. Yeah, I guess. So do all that stuff, guys, please. That would be very helpful. Rate us positively. HIV positively. <laughs> uh, and it's not funny. having said that, <laughs> let's cover Nebraska, shall we? Nice segue. Uh, so this is the mid-season premiere of The Walking Dead season two. Six months later. Uh, I think it's like a couple months. Yeah, Remember, six months is at the end of the season oh, yeah. to the beginning of a new season. Whatever. So I love that it starts. Uh, this is like our just general overview. I love that it starts... From like the moment it ended, it yes. literally picks up from that exact same shot of Rick. Yes, I I took mental note of that, but I didn't want to say anything because just in case I was remembering wrong, mm. I was like, "Oh, that, that's that's kind of neat." Yeah, picks but up. Just in case I was wrong, I didn't want you to be like, "No, are you dumb or something?" No, it's. I mean, the previous episode ended with like a big pullback, mm -hmm. and we could see all the characters, but this starts from that shot mm -hmm. of looking down the barrel right. which is really cool um i don't know like i don't like i've seen the show so many times but it, like i don't think i've like depending on who i'm watching it with i'll pick and choose episodes i watch and for some reason i never watch nebraska and so this felt like a new experience for me yeah. it's been a while since i've seen this episode yeah because i remember i was like for the life of me i have no idea what where, where it's going yeah but i did know it ends up in the bar i I knew that it ended up in the bar. I forgot about that, but when Herschel pulled out the flask, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, sometimes, like, the titles of the episodes will give me, like, ideas. Like, even if I forget, like, what the episode's about, I'm like, oh, yeah. But Nebraska, just nothing. Nothing came to me. Yeah. But. It's a very vague title, and 
I like that uh, they go with those ones, you know. It's like, what the fuck? Like, what, what does this have to do with it? And then it's like, oh, okay, so I gotcha. I gotcha. Um, so I really, really enjoy this episode. It's another great episode. I thought it's, uh, uh, you know, it ties up all the loose ends in terms of <gasps> they just killed Sophia. And, you know, it ties that up. They bury her. They do all that stuff. And then it goes in a new direction for the show. It takes the show in a new direction, which is mm-hmm. the end of the episode here. Correct. So, because, well, hold on, I'll save it for when we get to it, but um, uh, I think for the last episode, did you start on favorite scene or moment? You, you don't remember? I, remember? I think you might have. I think I did. I think I did. I did. Yeah, I think you might have. So, uh, I will kickstart the favorite scene or moment, mm-hmm. and damn, I got a lot, but I feel like the one that's jumping out in my head, and it's like, come on, you have to pick this even though it may not necessarily pertain too much to the episode, I just really enjoy the scene between, because I love conflict, even though I hate conflict in real life. I, I love conflict in my shows. Eat I, that shit up. Yeah, I do. I love the scene between Dale and Shane. And you're like, probably thinking, what? And I'm talking to the audience members as well. You're probably thinking, what? That out of all, like, again, don't forget, we have fist pump moments, so that's different. Um, I didn't forget. I just love that, as you called out, Dale's just kind of minding his own beeswax. He literally does not move. <laughs> but he is giving Shane a very kind of yeah, fuck you the, look. Yeah, but the thing is, like, he's, he just, he's not even, like, he did nothing else to provoke him. Yeah. But it's just, you know, Shane gets in the car, he shuts the door, he's looking through the... He moved the, the mirror. Yeah, one of the mirrors. Uh, and then he opens the door and, you know, he's all poking in and then jabbing at Dale. And he's like, come on, Dale, like, what are you, Mr. Moral? And he's <laughs> like, you know what, you know what, Dale, you know what pisses me off about you? <laughs> it's so real, you know, it's so real. I mean, we, like, we have to remember that this is literally moments after this intense just bubble for Shane. And mm-hmm. he's slowly coming down from that high, but seeing Dale kickstarts it again, and, and and he's back into the if if you want to fight, you got to survive, or like you know what I mean, like like mm-hmm. if you want to survive, you got to fight. I said that backwards because I have uh, dyslexia. <laughs> no, I don't. Uh, I don't think. But uh, you know, so it just kickstarts that again for him because Shane thinks he did something good. Ultimately, no matter what anyone else is saying, well, so does T Dog and Andrea. Yeah, yeah, but J- Shane is just like I, I, I'm, I'm Mr. Right, and here's Dale giving me like a stank eye, and I ain't about to have it, you know. And I just love that, like, like I just love that scene. I just love really well acted scene. And Dale says a lot without saying anything. He just, you know, you know what's on his mind, and it's great. I love that scene. It's just uh, a top notch scene. In a top-notch episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely not what I was expecting. But granted, I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah, I was going to say, what were you expecting? No. Well, first, I want to give an honorable mention because I, too, had, like... A couple. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in, a, in terms of, like, little tiny moments mm-hmm. that stood out to me. Honorable mention to when... Uh, Herschel and Shane and Rick were like butting heads, like as <laughs> they were running into the door, and Maggie just slaps him across the face because it looks like Shane's about to do something to Herschel. Yeah, 
no, the way Maggie slapped Shane across the face. Like I, I saw that and I was like, shit of all the gun violence and stabbing <laughs> that's what scared me <laughs> oh yeah maggie don't fuck with maggie and don't fuck with maggie but fuck maggie oh please <laughs> but <laughs> again sorry mom <laughs> <laughs> hey tara <laughs> oh hi tara <laughs> but um are you playing it oh yeah it's good shit that scared me. Yeah, of all the walkers. Look at her face and everything. Of all the walkers, this one was giving me the most. found her and put it in there before he was killed. And you expect me to believe that? What do I look like? I look like an idiot. I don't care what you believe. Everybody just calm down. Get him off my land. Let me tell you something, man. Hey, don't touch him. Okay. Oh, God, I won't. I won't touch him. I won't. Don't touch him. Whew. Um... Besides that, uh-huh. that's my honorable mention. Okay. My favorite scene, I, I mean, it's going to be obvious, but um, starting with when um, Rick and Glenn walk in the bar, but right when uh, Herschel is like, uh, if he asks, like, who's with you? And then Rick starts to say, like, uh, Glenn, did Maggie send you? No. Like, he volunteered. He's good like that. And kind of ending around a little after when they were talking about hope. And just that, like, it's the character development for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. I just, it, it was just... Haley's not good with words right now. And she does a podcast. <laughs> and she does a podcast. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's like being a doctor and being scared of blood. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, imagine I was bad with words and I hated blood. <laughs> uh, I think you might need to buy a new co-host. I'm telling you that Craigslist ad. <laughs> Search Dodoy co-host. <laughs> Aww. I need inquiries. Aww. Anyways, go ahead. Come on. Because <laughs> uh, I really like the thought-provoking scenes. Like, because we all know that, like, there's no cure. Like, this is just the world as we know it. And seeing somebody realize that the hard way is, like, Man, like, he realized after his family was practically massacred in front of him. And then, and then Herschel jabs at the Sophia. And you know that got Rick's blood boiling. But, I don't know, it's just. (laughs) (laughs) Man, you really don't have words, do you? No, like, I know what I want to (laughs) say. Like, I was literally thinking about it. Like, like I don't want to, like, talk in circles. Okay, so that's your favorite scene. No, it is. But, like, I don't know. But do you get what I mean? When it, like, in terms of, like, the thought-provoking, like, about, like, no hope. Like, yes, it's the it's, whole it's despair. A, it, it's a turning point for Herschel. Correct. Herschel and has been... This is when I start to like Herschel. Yeah, Herschel's been on this one mindset kind of path, and that took uh, that took a big... Especially because it was involving his his wife, and we saw that scene where he, you know takes out her clothes right that's her clothes yeah like her 
Oh my god! When he took out her wedding dress, yeah, that one kind of hurt me. And then later on in the in the show, you find out that he had kept it so that when she was cured, they yeah. could get back to normal. Yeah, no, that one hurt. Like just seeing the wedding dress hurt yeah. me on a personal it's, level. It's a phenomenal performance from Scott Wilson, R.I.P. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's a, it's a great performance, you know. And I wonder if there was actual alcohol in that scene. Uh, I you know, don't know. did he go method? I don't know, but. Should you go method? Because <laughs> there's the potentiality that you'll just forget your lines more. But then I think ad lib would make it more genuine. True. If they would let them. Yeah. But I don't know. I think like, especially when it comes to performance, mm-hmm. you can see that like he's just distraught. Yeah. And they focus a lot on his eyes. Yes. The camera focuses yes. a lot on his eyes. He like, has the bluest eyes. Yeah. Big close ups. Yes. On his eyes. Good shit. Yeah. It's a great episode. Um, who wrote this episode? I want to say it's Scott M. Gimple. Oh, no. It's some guy named Evan Riley. Oh, I guess why I like this so much is that it gives like more purpose to the show because like those could argue, like, why the fuck are you even like trying to survive in this sort of dystopia see i got it right this time yeah and it focuses all on hope and rick makes a good point that like even if you don't like see it because i feel like it might not just be me but i know in the back of my mind when i first watched this episode i thought like herschel would have brought a gun with him like to like off himself Mm -hmm. i Am I the only one who assumed that? No, no, no. Yeah, because, like, you kind of get the vibe just from the way he's talking, where even when Rick's bringing up his girls, he's just like, what's the point? <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's, it's heavy. very, it's heavy. heavy. It's very heavy. It's very and, real. Yeah, and I, that, I'm drawn to those scenes. So that's your favorite. Yes, yes. All right. So now that we've covered what our favorite is, do you have at least? Yes. Okay, go ahead. God. Uh, hold on. I want to make a prediction. I'm going to make a prediction here. Okay, because I have like two. But Okay. Is one of them where uh, Lori goes to Daryl? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And Daryl's like an ass? Yes. Is it because Daryl's an ass? Yes. Or, okay. Yes. I mean, he's, to justify why he's feeling the way he's feeling is because, A, he's been searching for Sophia and you know, she's dead now and he feels like, all right, well that was called like pretty useless. And then he also is feeling a certain kind of way because of, again, how Carol reacted right. to it where she's like that. It doesn't matter. That wasn't my little girl. She was, she was dead a long time ago. And that made me think like, I'm pretty sure I brought this up in a previous episode, but like how long was Sophia dead for? Yeah. Like, did she go nights crying herself to sleep or was she like sleeping hungry? I like, think I think she hours? was I think she was the same day. She you was, think so? Yeah, she was bit the same day. Just because I I kind of give her a little more slack just because the area they were searching wasn't like there weren't hordes of walkers around. So unless she happened to run into one, yeah. just kind of stumbling. Mhm. I don't know. I'd give her a few days. A few days? She's like, not a survivalist. No, but th- like, did you see walkers around every tree? No. But 
to say that she could survive multiple days without water. I mean, oh, she, oh, she wouldn't. Oh. Know I give her two to do with water. I give her two. Yeah. Well, there was that stream. Yeah, and, but I don't think she'd be. And like, her doll this ended safe? up. And her doll ended up by one of them. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, we we never know, so it's just all speculation. But yeah, I'm sure. So that's one days. scene. That's not the scene. Or was that no. the scene? No. Okay. So that's my prediction. So what was your actual least favorite scene? Well, it, it's kind of a combination of that one, which leads into Lori taking it upon herself to go. <laughs> and fi- her rationale behind, like, oh, we need to get him here now. Well, it's Rick. Rick knows why he's out to go get him. Mm-hmm. Like, Rick knows it's because of what's her face passing out. And... Or like going into shock, so he he has a reason for going there. What what's well, what's Lori's point? What's, well, it's it's that. It's also for the baby. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like Rick knows there's a sense of urgency yeah. to a degree, even though he stops to have a drink for a second. That's fine. But I, I mean, it's not like Amy's gonna die. You're not Amy. Amy. <laughs> uh, why am I? Beth. Beth. Yeah. Uh, another one. I do, another blonde bitch. I don't care about. Uh, <laughs> Sorry to all the blonde bitches out there. <laughs> <laughs> Including yourself, sort of. Oh, shut up. <laughs> you have these little highlights in front. Yeah. Anyway. But, but what makes Lori just think, even, why did she even, like, yeah, Shane doesn't have anything, like, good to say about Herschel, but, like, even I think that would be smarter than taking it upon herself, pregnant, <laughs> to go out by herself, mm-hmm. not knowing where she's going because she has a map mm-hmm. to go and look with this little tiny handgun to go and get them. I think that's the stupidest thing yeah. ever. Like, if Daryl said no, Daryl said no. Take it and leave it. Like, even since there's T-Dog, there's Daryl, there's Dale even. Beth, send your son or whatever. Send your son. Even bring your son. It just... What's the point? Like, there are many things you can argue. Yeah. Like, when I say there's no point to something, you could say it's because plot. I couldn't even justify because plot right now. Well, it it created a great little action scene. (laughs) Great? One walker in the road and a car flipped. Yeah. All just so we can have like a, oh no, Uh is the baby dead? It's going to happen to Lori. Oh God. I hope she makes it to the prison. <laughs> well, that's if you know the oh, what what happened. I, I hit the cricket. cricket uh, but yeah, no. um, we're a retrospective podcast. Yeah, yeah. So that's your least favorite scene, huh? Yeah, just Lori taking it upon herself to go and get Herschel and Rick and Glenn, even though she knew that they would be back yeah. soon enough. Interesting. Even though she was, she, like, if she's going by herself, fine. But you're pregnant. Yeah. You're pregnant. And you're not giving it up or anything. Yeah. You already threw up the abortion pills. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, my least favorite scene is also just that scene where she gets in the car and she ends up flipping it. Yeah. I I do like the drama that it creates because it is a drama, but uh, a horror drama. But uh, sorry, I'm trying to crack my back. But um, it's 
it's sort of stupid the way they do it. I mean, if I was the writer, I would have at least put multiple walkers in the road. Yeah. One walker, you know, is sort of like, really? Come on. Yeah. Um, so it's just stupid. And then it's like, always for the longest time, I'm like, I always wondered how the fucking car flipped in the first place. But it's like, I see there's a little hill there conveniently. <laughs> but conveniently because plum. Yeah, it's, it's. I could do without that little subplot because I don't remember what happens, but obviously she lives, but I don't know who finds her. Or... Yeah, I don't. You don't either? I don't care to know. So, but yeah, uh, I'm not too big on it either. Like, oh God, we need a B-plot. Who can we make a B-plot from? <laughs> Annoying. Annoying. Oh, before we go into the next segment, yes, I had another honorable mention. Of least favorite? No, of favorite that I uh, completely forgot. Like, okay. Because... It was just, it was just a small scene, but I remember like just watching it now. I was like, "Oh, that's nice." When Carol comes out of the woods all battered from her fit or whatever tantrum, mm-hmm. and like just the way that the one rare moment that I enjoy Shane's presence is like when he's like cleaning her up and just kind of like, "I'm really sorry about your little girl." Mm-hmm. Just like the way he talked to her, like it's it kind of showed like yeah he's not all that bad. Oh, and I don't know. I just thought that was a really wholesome scene. Nice little humanizing yeah. moment for yes. for old Shaney. Yeah, because we see him be all like, you know, what the fuck, Dale, and then to consoling a grieving mother. So I I just wanted to honorable mention to that. Honorable mention. To the wholesome um, scene. Who's your MVP? Uh, mm, you go first. I think it's Glenn. 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 Yeah. Glenn. But he didn't even say I love you back to Maggie. Yeah, well, he's the reason I picked Glenn is because not only does he step up in terms of um going and looking for Herschel, right? That's you know, he steps up and then Maggie's like, Glenn, come on. And then, you know, Rick kind of assists. He's like, Maggie, I'll bring him back. But mm-hmm. he's, you know, Glenn, even though he's been told, like, uh, you're just this little errand boy. That's all you are. Yeah. He still just like instinctually goes to, especially because it's, you know, Herschel. Um, But it's also because of the fact that he is, you know, he he's... He's currently put into a really tricky predicament because it's if your group leaves, do you stay? And mm-hmm. he doesn't know. And he he just has a lot going on, but he carries and, and, and holds himself very well, I think. Mm-hmm. He's matured so much from when we first he's met him. Right? Like he like he's matured so much from from the first uh time we met him. And he I don't think there's really an MVP in the episode. Well, there is, but there's like there's very valuable players, but it can't always be Rick. So yeah, um, because I mean it's it, it's obvious it's Rick. Yeah, that's why I was Rick like, is the obvious MVP because he I saves wanna, the yeah, farm from these fuckwads coming to it. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say that. So, but I really like the line, like speaking of Glenn, that Rick gave him when he was talking. Like you were saying, like he's just trying to, you know, Glenn is just trying to, you know make himself a valuable 
player, like in terms of the group. Yeah, he and, Glenn tries to a, a, appease both sides right. more than I think anyone else does. Right. And the thing is, like, he partly because he's sleeping with the other side. <laughs> That's why. Well, even in like Rick's group, he doesn't have like family. Glenn. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's no. just like his own he's self. Just by himself. Right. But I really like the line that Rick gave them where he Glenn was saying how like I was the one who got the abortion pills and he's like, I'm sorry I didn't tell you like about like Lori's pregnancy sooner. And Rick was like, You were just trying to do what was right and it just so happened that it wasn't. Yeah. I, I don't just something about that line really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I'm gonna use that. Yeah, Glenn Glenn is just great and we love Glenn. He's very valuable in this episode. So yeah, I don't know. I Although also I would have written that uh, he ends up, because I know in the next episode he ends up, you know, using his gun, but I would have had him kind of tag well, tag along with, with Rick at the end there. Mm-hmm. Not just give Rick all the shots. Oh, yeah. But anyways, go ahead. Just to show that he is yeah. a good person yeah. for Herschel's daughter. Yeah, to turn Glenn and Rick at the same time, you know. Mm-hmm. But I I understand why, because they just wanted to give, you know, yeah. Because, okay, so here we go. Well, I'll wait for the fist pump because that's my fist pump. Good. I don't know. I didn't really have one. You don't have an MVP? No. Like, I was just going to say Rick to, like, you know. Yeah, because it's obvious. Have someone, but I watching the episode, I didn't really. Mm-hmm. Nobody really stood out to me. Yeah. It's whoever says Lori for taking one for the team and going out, like, on her own accord to go. Shut up. It's not Lori. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. Yeah, there's probably some Lori fans out there that are like, it's Lori. Yeah, w- woman power. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. So, no. I, I, literally, I don't think there's anything in here that doesn't make sense. Besides Lori? <sighs> <clears throat> no, like that's, the whole point of that doesn't make sense is it logically doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, that's the only sense to Lori me. makes sense to me logically what no. she's doing. No. Yeah. No. Yes. She wants to make sure Anyways. she wants to make sure that her husband and everybody else is okay. Yeah, but like and everyone when did else she is, ever do that before? But the barn happened. <laughs> okay. And she saw like all this conflict going on of get off my land and yada 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 yada. She grew up here finally. Yeah. To me it makes sense. To me it makes sense that she goes to Daryl like it wouldn't have made sense if she just went off on her own. She tried to get someone else to go, and he turned her down. And then Shane's, you know, cleaning fingernails, so he can't do anything. <laughs> Shane's cleaning fingernails, right? And he wouldn't want to go anyway because he ain't a fan of Herschel. So, and Beth, Beth, you know, like she's taken all this into account. She's like, you know, Beth needs her father, and you know. Her father God, was here for my. Me. Her father was here for my son. So yeah, the least I, I can do is go find and make sure they're okay. Okay. It makes sense to me. Okay. There's nothing in here that doesn't make sense to me. I feel like I had something like something other than that, like, but you I, could you could pinpoint the the walk the one walker that causes her to flip her car, but eh, she's startled. <laughs> yeah, she's startled. Uh, I. I guess I don't really have. Yeah, there's not much in here that doesn't make sense. Uh, I don't know what you have it. I'll let it, you, have it, it. you can't think of anything, so. No, because I know I had something. What? What is it? I don't know. 
Do you have to skim through the episode? Yeah. But then, uh, okay. Yeah. Anyways, say something entertaining. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's just skimming through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, love how n- none of us mentioned like the service or anything. Like that was kind of a point. Uh, uh, <laughs> whatever. See, there's nothing in here that doesn't make uh, sense. Whatever. It was probably just nitpicky anyway. Also, did you notice that, like, when you brought it really close, like, did your headset kind of get staticky? Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. I guess because the the wire picked up the computer and everything. Weird. Weird. Yep. So, here we go, right? Let's get into the actual fun part of this episode because... Oh, shit. Everybody, everybody, well, no, like, in in terms of the segment, and uh, not MVP, uh, fist bump moment, it's fucking Rick, right? And Mm -hmm. this is, and I'm sure there's some people out there that... Don't realize this. Maybe you don't either. This is the first time we see a human that is on our side in terms of characters, like our group, kill another human. Hmm. Nobody has killed a human in this in this show. I feel like I subconsciously registered that, Mm -hmm. but it's the first human kill. Huh. Which is why it's such a big deal because it turns the show into a new direction. This is the first time we've had a conflict between human and human. Like where it, where it turned deadly in terms of like now you can argue you, Shane and Otis. I, I was going to say you could argue Shane and Otis, but he shot him in the leg. Right. Not he shot to wound, not shot yeah, to kill. He shot to wound and Otis was still screaming. Right. He was bait. That's what that right. was. This right. is the first time we've seen a uh, like a guy just blatantly shoot a guy, kill him. Right, he kills the guy mm-hmm. that. So the guy that he, uh, like the first guy, Tony, or no, um, no. how's his name? Uh, no clue. Hold on, I have it pulled up here. Uh, da, 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 Dave. 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 So Dave. he shoots Dave once, but then he shoots Tony like three times. Yeah, he's fat. Yeah, he, he wants to make sure he doesn't like have built-in bulletproof. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, it's just so. It's so intense. Yeah. Uh, that's my fist pump moment. The whole bar scene. No. You know, I, from I the moment that. from the moment you hear the door open, and it's like, I forget what they say, but they they're like, "Hey, they are alive," or "Here they are." Mm-hmm. And it's like, "Whoa, have you guys been following us? <laughs> what the hell's going on here?" Yeah. You know. Yeah. And clearly, they know about the farm. So. And at, you have to think because that some farm's point, pretty tucked. Yeah. So at some point, those guys were scoping that farm. Which is weird. Scoping? Yeah, scoping. Okay. Sounded weird. Um, yeah, so it's a phenomenal scene. And that, uh, the guy that plays Dave, I swore he was a Wahlberg. <laughs> he looks like a fucking Wahlberg. How many Wahlbergs are there? Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's not a Wahlberg later on when I rewound the credits and I saw. But he looks like a goddamn Wahlberg. So <laughs> he could play one in like a biopic. He could play Mark Wahlberg or something. Hmm. Um, I agree. I completely agree. You love the shot, like the specific camera mm-hmm. shot where yes. Rick kind of gets jumpy, jumpy on his gun. Well, it was because Dave went to grab 
some liquor of whatever below the bar right yeah and you can see rick instinctually goes like and it's like from behind and it's not in focus and and then when he comes back and he you could see him just like subtly let go like he doesn't like lower his guard he just Mm -hmm. makes it less obvious because this is awkward territory for them They've never been in the situation, and Mm -hmm. I do like that they played out the fact that Rick wouldn't instantly be like, "All right, I got to kill these guys." You know, right? But this is a turning point for Rick's character. Yeah, it cuts from them coming into the bar to the next scene. We see them all drinking, like like friends. Like Mm -hmm. they're trying to get to know them, but it's the second they introduce. So where are you guys hold up? Oh yeah, that's when Rick and company, but specifically Rick is like, uh-uh, this can't happen. Mm-hmm. And then especially once Tony, the fat fuck, goes in the corner, pisses, <laughs> and then talks about, yo, you got any pussy we can fuck? <laughs> That's what he's like. He's like, yo, yeah, you, I know. You, you got any ass we can get? Yeah, I know. I just, that's the way you said it. So you know, at, at that point, if Rick had any inclination to bring them back, it's like, nah, sorry, can't happen. I love how Herschel says nothing. Well, he does say some stuff, but he's well, like... Well, like, he said, well, when asked, like, do you drink? No, I quit. Just now. Just now. <laughs> but, like, throughout that whole confrontation, he doesn't say anything. I don't think Glenn says a word through the confrontation. I once, think... Once it becomes a confrontation. Right, right, right. I think I think he makes, he like, little asides, like, or says something. Like, because I, I couldn't... I could have sworn there were, like, some close-ups of his face at some point, but nothing of Herschel. Like you don't even get like a reaction shot of him. Yeah. And you can only imagine like you could you can't imagine like what he's thinking. Or you can only imagine what he's thinking. Mm-hmm. Like here's this guy that you're trying to kick off your land, like in their entire group, yet he's standing here defending it. Mm-hmm. Like what the fuck? Like, this guy's serious, serious. Well, yeah, this is the moment that needed to happen because if Herschel had any inclination or, uh, well, he, he did. He he wanted them off the off his land. This needed to happen for Herschel to realize the value of Rick. Right. The value of, because this is why I love that this is now the direction of the show. It's no longer, because this is the turning point where, because the, the whole thing with season three, which is my favorite season, is people are more threatening than walkers are yes and this is the this is the literal point where that becomes apparent apparent to the show because i think for a while there we just because we are secluded on a farm we're thinking like subconsciously we're just like everything's fine we're negating the fact that humans can be threatening to other humans Mm because we're not interacting with other humans Mm -hmm. we're just interacting with the group and now we're out into the world, and now here come these two stragglers, and it's like, whoa, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, I like that we barely get a chance to get to know them either. It's like, they only have like two seconds of screen time, but it gets its point across, like, better than if they were to be around since the beginning of the episode. Yeah. I, don't yep. know, I just think it's a really strong... Like, okay. definitely fist pump worthy, that's double fist they, pump. That's why they saved it for the end there. Mm-hmm. They knew that uh, They knew that it was going to probably be like, oh, shit, we got to tune in next week. <laughs> we got to see where we're at. Like, well, now we just have to. And that's the thing with the show is, that, you know, it, it just gets you week after week. 
and then uh, you keep tuning back in. So that is the fist bump moment for sure, hundred percent. Unknown. I mean, I don't. I don't think there could be another one. No. In the episode. Mm-mm. Um. So. That's so, that. That's that's Nebraska. It is Nebraska. I heard it's pretty nice. Yeah, never been. No, so don't plan on it. Thank you so much, guys, for listening to the episode. Uh, as always, you can you know chime in with your comments, questions, concerns, doing all the things I said to do at the beginning of the episode. Um, and if you have nothing else to say, I have nothing else to say. I have nothing we'll, else. To say. We'll round this out. We usually go for forty minutes, so this is typically. Uh, but with the five minutes of uh, <laughs> what? The five minutes of you trying to figure what? out the intro. Well, here's a great uh, kind of uh, comparison. We we mutually listen to a great podcast from Chris Hansen called Predators. I've caught, and his episodes are usually a little over half an hour. Yeah, so that's true. That is and true. you know, we're not doing long form conversation podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like Eddie Green's 101. Oh, <laughs> so 40 minutes works for me or 39, whatever this might turn into. Or if you have like four hours, you can listen to mine. Oh, oh no, you, you can. almost cut me off. Oh, I almost cut you off, but it's not up. Uh, I was going to say four hours, me yeah. and you. Yep, episode 111 of Eddie Green's 101. One, one, one. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, don't forget to bring, bring your, your own, own pants. pants. Sweet.